yeah she definitely had uh like the the talk with me and said like oh you know like you gotta try a whole bunch of flavors before you find the one you like what <laughs> yeah like, time she said time she out. said they're like skittles like yep. like men are like skittles yeah like penises are like skittles is what <laughs> she's getting at she said you have to you have to try try a few before you find one that you like welcome to the rom-com rewind podcast Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Devin. And like you, I love rewatching movies over and over again. If you're joining us here, you love romantic comedies. We do as well. So this is a show where we rewatch rom-coms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide, does it still hold up? This week, we have the requested... I, I love, love you, Beth Cooper. Cooper. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, throw some reviews, leave some follows, some subscribes, or whatever... Uh, TikTok, you can reach out to us at Romcom Rewind. Instagram at Romcom Rewind. We did a post last week about the fact that Sarah's pregnant. Yeah. And the reaction from you was um, so amazing. Thank Over- you so much. Overwhelmingly wonderful. Yes. And uh, and that was really special. So thank thank you so much. You can reach out on Instagram at Romcom Rewind or file, fire us an email, uh, Romcom Rewind at gmail.com. We have a message from Ray Ray24. I love this podcast. Literally the only podcast that helps me relax and fall asleep. It's my favorite. Highly addictive and recommended. Sorry, what was the name? Ray Ray 24. Ray Ray 24. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing that Ray Ray is falling asleep to us. (laughs) No, it's really good. I know tons of people who like to listen to things um, as they go to bed. And it just it just relaxes them. It's a very good thing. You know what? I guess we shouldn't. Ju- if you're listening to the podcast, I don't care if you're juggling right now, <laughs> listening to us, driving on a train, automobile, yeah. you know. But but just quickly for Ray Ray. And now you're going to sleep, Ray Ray. <laughs> oh Feel your eyelids getting more heavy. <laughs> the weight of the bed is. That's it. Well, That's thank you so much for listening <laughs> and for your message. I Love You, Beth Cooper is the 2009 romantic comedy story of Dennis Cooverman, played by Paul Rust. Dennis is his high school's valedictorian. He's fairly nerdy. We gather Dennis really hasn't had a whole lot of fun throughout his high school experience. He probably hits the books pretty hard. Not many lifelong stories to share. Not many experiences. Yeah, and during his valedictorian speech, Dennis takes that opportunity to say what he has always wanted to say. I love you, Beth Cooper. Along with pissing off a number of key students and people at the school, Dennis confesses his love to Beth Cooper, played by uh, Hayden Panettiere. And that is kind of the where our story of I love you, Beth Cooper, kicks off as this revelation in front of the school has a rippling impact that carries Dennis on a wild adventure of a night that he will never forget. Your valedictorian. I would like to say here today the one thing I will regret if I never say. I love you, Beth Cooper. And yes, when I graduate, I'm not gonna keep hanging around my old high school like some kind of creepy loser who can't get an adult girlfriend. You know who you are. You. You embarrassed me. But it was so sweet. I'll have to let you live. So I have seen this movie before. I I most recently saw it. 
Um, I liked it the first time. Well, I thought it was okay the first time. Okay. I don't like it this time. Whoa. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Yo, Sarah never not, not I, likes a movie. I know. This is shocking. And, like, part of it was like, oh, like, should I give it a chance? Maybe it has something redeeming. No, it yeah, doesn't. It I does. Honestly, it doesn't. In my books, just not a fan fave. I think it wasn't a strong plot line, and I think how they, they tried to fix it was by throwing a lot of chaos and a lot of like things happening in the movie because it is nonstop stuff happening around them at all times. I just feel like it was stuck in there to kind of try to make it better. I, I'm going to disagree with you. Wow. I, I agree okay. this movie is, is strange sometimes. A little bit uncomfortable sometimes, but <laughs> I love it because of that. I think this movie is like somebody who is obsessed with John Hughes. Okay, hold on. I'm just going to stop you right there because you're comparing this movie to a John Hughes movie? I think they're trying to hit a John Hughes vibe. Oh, my God. And they watched too much of The Office while while doing that. <laughs> so they ended up with like... Because John Hughes does these big, dramatic, epic days of high school. Ferris yeah. Bueller's Day Off, it's all one day. Totally. 16 Candles, it's all one day. Breakfast Club, it's all encapsulated in one just amazing day and i think that's what they were trying to do with dennis's story but his character comes off a lot more michael scottish than like the very endearing characters in john hughes movies you know like i i think this movie is great dennis's great. character is not amazing in it hold though. on no you think this movie is great I, not good but great like it is great in your books like it's uh, like a good plus. What, like, if we're, if we're ranking it, it's <laughs> like a B plus, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Wow. It's not amazing, but like, it's it's very good, Sarah. Okay, we will agree to disagree on okay. this. That's great. So uh, I will say though, off of that, it is one of the best valedictorian speeches I've ever seen. Oh, here we go. That was a fun part of the movie. That was probably the best part of the movie. It was wild. I loved it. I loved how he called everybody out on their shit when he really wasn't trying to. And it was almost word vomit for him because at the fact that he was so focused on telling Beth Cooper that he loved her. Everything else just came spewing out. It was like he just vomited Skittles everywhere. Like it was just. Yeah. Yeah. The whole speech was all like things that you <laughs> wish you could have said earlier. Yes. But then there was other stuff like, oh, so and so. Yeah, th there was just a lot of extra stuff that um, he just lot. spewed out. But the key was, I love you, Beth Cooper. Yeah. I love you, Beth Cooper. Yeah, there were so many things, like highly inappropriate things to say during, like there were a lot of deep topics that came out during that speech. Yeah. But just the way it was delivered was very, um, very funny. But I think back to like just speeches and things like that that you've seen they're usually very like oh like let's go forward and hit our goals and i think he was saying let's move forward and then he was just like <laughs> and also that person sucks and so does that person but and let's it, forge ahead guys it derailed yeah. violently <laughs> so after um their ceremony and everything like that he is going to have a a little after party and he invites what's her name beth cooper you actually ask? <laughs> I actually, like, I'm dying right now. I can't laugh. <laughs> I'm laughing so hard. I actually can't believe I asked that. Sorry. Oh, my God. So right after the ceremony, she Beth Cooper comes up to Dennis and I think as a joke and a dare, 
flirts with him and whatnot. And he invites her to the after party that he's having at his parents' house. Yeah. Well, at his house. And um, she obviously isn't going to come. But she says, oh, yeah, awkwardly, like, sure, whatever. And then goes back to her besties. And then we jump to Dennis being at his house with his best friend, Rich. Um, did you notice the dad in this movie, Dennis's dad, is Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, my God, it is. Just throwing that out there. I love that movie. Oh, it's a great movie. He, You know what? I, I loved to hate Cameron, right? Like... But I loved him at the same time. Ah, that's Alan Douglas Ruck. Anyway, so um, did you ever have a weird conversation about condoms with your parents? Because Dennis's dad sits him and Rich down, and he's like, listen, you guys, you got to make memories in high school. And he kind of implies, <laughs> you also got to have sex in high school. I can't remember exactly how he frames it. Yeah. But like, they're not getting it, so he sits them down, and he's like, guys. They're not getting any or getting it. Yeah. So. It's like, guys, <laughs> there's a roll of condoms. <laughs> Bedside table. I'm leaving. Goodbye. And he just pieces out. They are not toys. I like that. Yes, that was funny. Yeah. Did your parents ever like give you any of those moments? Um. Yeah. Like my mom definitely said like, yeah, she definitely had uh like the, the talk with me and said like, oh, you know, like you got to try a whole bunch of flavors before you find the one you like. What? <laughs> yeah. Time, like, she time said, out. She said they're like Skittles. Like yep. like men are like Skittles. Yeah. Like penises are like Skittles is what she's getting at. <laughs> she said you have to you have to try try a few before you find one that you like. Oh my god. How old were you when that conversation occurred? Just um, for context. I don't know. Like I was in high school. Ooh. Okay. Like later yeah. high school. Wow. That is that is a conversation. Yeah. My household was the opposite. Oh, my yes, mom I know. found condoms and she was like, What the F is this? Are you having sex? I'm like, Mom, it's <laughs> isn't that good? Like if I have that? <laughs> yes, it she, is. She threw mine out. They were gone. To be fair to my mom, those condoms, it wasn't just like one condom she found. We went to this <laughs> clinic and they were just giving out condoms. Yeah. And we had like a paper bag, honestly, of like fifty condoms. Okay, that's a lot. Yeah, and, I know. And I mean, that's a, so I know. think it was the sheer amount that she's like, "What the? Who, how many people are you having sex with?" I'm like, "Honestly, <laughs> nobody." Would be mom. concerning. <laughs> it would be concerning. There's zero. Yeah. You know what though? Like, and this goes back. I think I've said this before. Uh, when I was a resident advisor um, in university, I had like a bowl of candy and condoms. Yeah. And in my lobby, and you know, I wanted to promote. If you're going to do it, I'd rather promote it safe. Like you were on uh, residence, right? Mm -hmm. So that's just natural. Like things are happening. Yes. Oh, yes. On, high, on college yes, campuses yes. and university campuses. Most definitely. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> Dennis's dad has some kind of a condom talk with him. Yeah. Uh, later on, though, Beth Cooper and her friends, they actually show they up. They actually show up. What? Beth Cooper's here. And no one else is there. Yeah. They're like, what? Is there a party? And Dennis is like, you guys are the first ones here, ladies. Well, and the only ones here. I think that's the only yeah. people that Dennis invited. Yeah. I mean, we learn later that Beth Cooper was very much aware that this party was going to be a dud. Yeah. But, yeah, so they show up. They go inside. They're like, hey, you guys got any drinks? They have one bottle of champagne. That's it. Which Dennis, he, like, cuts himself while trying to open, and he pops the cork into his own... Yes. I 
I mean, it's a bad experience. It is. Don't get me wrong. Give me a wine bottle opener and I'm useless. But a champagne bottle seems pretty self-explanatory, especially when Dennis says to the room of people how much pressure is built up in the bottle. Remember uh, when we were taking our uh, wedding photos? Yes. What was the rule? There was a really good, our photographer had a, a bottle of champagne and they're like, here's the rule. You twist the tab four times and then shake it up and hit the hit the top. Oh. It was something like that. There was a certain number of turns. I mean, cool. any idiot can open a champagne bottle, but he was like, we want that big spray. The Yes, and it actually was a really cool photo. Oh, it was a great photo. Yeah, I th- honestly, I'm not really great at opening champagne bottles. I have almost oh, like... are you the dentist? Um, well, no, <laughs> I'm not pointing it at my face, but I have almost put a hole in the ceiling. Oh, that's the best part, Sarah. No. Like from, from the top, the, the cork? Yes. Oh, that's the best part. Putting a hole in somebody's ceiling? I maybe you know what? I'm not sure if I should share this, but my current boss, mm-hmm. anytime we make our budget for the entire year, he pops a bottle of champagne and wherever it lands, wherever it hits the ceiling, he circles that spot no. and he writes the date. Like we hit budget Q three of 2020 like if you walk around our boardroom there are random like oh, dents in the ceiling my i actually God. love that idea i think that's great do you, like i don't want that in our house don't don't do that no i'm not gonna do it in okay, our house good. and actually it, it occurs to me like um i hope no upper management people say, from like, our company are listening like to property this property damage <laughs> that is definitely not company guidelines that's you might lose your security deposit yeah for the, <laughs> the landlord yeah yeah <laughs> So hopefully he doesn't listen. Who cares about him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, let's move on, shall we? Right. So um the the party's crashed. The party is crashed by Beth Cooper's boyfriend, who has graduated a few years ago, I think, from what we can tell. And he just still hangs around the high schoolers. But he crashes this party. Well, with, what what you just said, Sarah, is yeah. also what Dennis says during his valedictorian speech yes. about, is it um, Kevin, right? Yes, is yeah. the boyfriend? Kevin. So Kevin, I mean, Dennis confessed his love to Beth Cooper. He also <laughs> talked a little bit of shit about Kevin in the a valedictorian lot, speech. Yep. So Kevin is raging. He is also maybe high on cocaine, it's implied. It is very much so implied. So he shows up and genuinely trashes Dennis's house. Prepare to die. Okay. Okay, that's uh, Manny Patinkin in The Princess Bride, Rob Reiner, 1987. Also, the same line was used by Emperor Zerg. <laughs> <laughs> It's this is like my favorite scene because of how unrealistic and vastly over exaggerated it is. It's your best scene. The the absurd thing that happened that I'm like, wow, this is wild. Kevin pulls the microwave out of the wall and throws it at Dennis, but it lands in the opposing wall. Yeah. That's impressive. Kevin, we're learning that Kevin's, uh, this guy's belled up up in the arms and in the chest there. He's got some musticles going on. Musticles. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so then Kevin and Dennis fight their way up to Dennis's room. And you can see that, like, in the background of Dennis's room, he has a single bed. How big was your bed in grade 12 as, like, a senior? Uh, I probably had a a queen. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I had a double. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, a few rom-coms we've actually done have shown, like, seniors, grade 12, with a single bed. 
<laughs> and I just like love and basketball. He had one in high school. He had a single bed. And I just like I find it so odd. Am I weird to think that? Like, yeah, you are a little weird. Out? Like you're you're gonna start the war against single beds in high school. <laughs> like what? <laughs> no, but I mean like this is something that uh, really like, is sitting deep with Sarah. Question for you though. Like no, okay. so yeah. So Dennis's dad has the sex convo with them to say, "Hey guys, you know, get it on. Here's some condoms. Do yeah. your thing." Where is he going to bring said girl? What do you mean? To, to his bedroom? To his single bed. Like, if I were to walk in and be like, Sarah, oh, you have a single bed. Really? Yes, I know. They lie on top of each other. Like, <laughs> I, I get say, it. I know what that means. You space for two people oh, on a bed my God. I if get you're it. having sex. The point is... I get the gist of it. Thank uh, you so much. You know what? To be clear, though, Sarah is one of those people who would have one of those... <laughs> Alaskan king no. size beds, <laughs> those ones that are like giants, like the whole bedroom yeah, would be and a mattress you, and, and in your world. What's funny is I'm only five feet tall. Yeah, so <laughs> you don't take up that <laughs> I much. I don't space. actually need it, but I would want it. What are they? There's the Alaskan the king, California king. Oh, California king. Yeah, <laughs> Sarah. A few would, others. Like physically, Sarah, they can't fit up our staircase. No, I know. But she still wants one of these. I do want a king. <laughs> I, yeah. So much room. So much room. <laughs> but yes, that is just something that just stuck out to me, you know. And not only that, but on the ceiling of his wall, and we've had these poster conversations before, is Beth Cooper. Yeah, that that's where this movie kind of blurs the line of like, oh, like this is really funny. It's so zany. And then it's, eh, it's a little bit creepy. Uh, yeah, like, like a lot creepy. Like that's and they brush it off. Like Beth Cooper doesn't seem to care. It is very strange. I would care. You would care <laughs> if a guy had your cheerleading yeah. photo but, on. But then I think about it. Like, where, like I have so many questions. Like, where did he get the photo? Did he blow it up, or were they selling photos of the cheerleaders oh, for fundraiser? Great question. I don't. I I feel like maybe they wouldn't do that last part. He would have to get it blown up at yeah. like like a print store. Lots of effort was put into this poster above his bed. So um, Dennis escapes. Yeah. With the help of Beth Cooper, though. So he's running from Kevin. So is Rich. And Beth Cooper, she's not a good driver, we learn. She actually strikes Dennis with her car. <laughs> oh but then God, she's like, get down in here, Dennis. And, I and forgot about that. they race off yeah. into the distance <laughs> in Beth Cooper's car. She's driving. It's not great. No, it's awful. She's actually a horrible, horrible driver. Um, they drive erratically to a convenience store to get beer. And oh, yeah. yeah. And she uses uh, she uses like a really shitty fake ID. She does, yes. Which is awesome. Do you have a good fake ID story? Like the drinking age in Canada is 19. Uh, in Quebec, it's 18. And um, all of my friends, so we were in university at this time, and all of my friends had already turned 19. Uh, my birthday's late in the year. And so... That summer when we all came home from university, I still wasn't of age to get into the bars. But I had a few people, you know, give me some IDs, you know, whatever. And they really didn't look like me. I was going to say, do you remember the names? Did you? Did no, you, like, I didn't. But at I the don't. time, did you memorize the name and the address in case a bouncer asked oh you? Oh, my God. Not only the name and the address, how to... Um, say the postal code backwards, why, what sign they were. Why would you ever need this info? I was asked it. <laughs> <laughs> what sign are you? No When's way. your birthday? Okay, if a bouncer is asking your sign, they you're, know. you're done. Say your postal code backwards, like a whole bunch of stuff. But this one time I was at a bar, and again, I'm very short. So my ID said that I was like, I don't know, 5'3", five, 5'4". And I wore really high heels. Okay. 
And again, like in retrospect, oh my God, how did I walk in those? But the bouncer behind the door had a tape measure taped to the door, inside of the door. He measured He made me take off my heels Uh. and measure me. (laughs) He kept my ID and sent me on my way. Okay, I've got a few questions about that one. Like, uh, was that uh, visible to the rest of the people in the line? Yes. Like, did everybody see you just totally get told by this bouncer? Totally told. Take your heels off, Mm -hmm. and here's a measuring tape. Yes. Oh, 5'3". It was really embarrassing. Not quite, hey? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Oh, you just missed it, eh? (laughs) Darn. Oh, man. Suffice to say, Beth Cooper does convince the cashier... Yeah, he sucks his face. Yeah, yeah, she she kisses him. (laughs) How about I kiss you and give you a kiss that you'll never forget, and every time you think of it, you'll... Something will happen. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I don't know how else to say that. I was going to say. Without being inappropriate. inappropriate. I was letting you go with that. Um, (laughs) And then they get back to the car, and Dennis says something kind of weird. He's like, this isn't the Beth Cooper I know. No, she's not Beth Cooper. Oh, he says she's not Beth Cooper. And we gather that, like, Dennis has probably built her up to be some kind of dream girl in his mind. And, like. He knew nothing about her. He sat behind her for four years in every single class. Did he like her, knowing nothing about her but just her looks? Did he love, I love Beth Cooper? Because you, like you said, built her up in his mind to be this extraordinary person when he didn't even know her. I just think he's extremely naive. And people do the same thing with, like, celebrities, right? We see this vision of, wow, a perfect celebrity, and then we see some security footage of them being, like, an asshole to a custodian. You're like, oh, wow. Yeah. Maybe Justin Bieber's not such a good guy after all. And you're like, oh, you know. Well, like, Jay Biebs is trying to redemption. I was okay? going to say, Jay Biebs is on, on the redemption, redemption tour. tour. I, I agree with you, Sarah. <laughs> I'm thinking about the peeing in the mop bucket thing. Not a good look. Yeah. But that's, like, eight years old at this point. Yeah. I, I agree. I think he's probably <laughs> redeemed himself. But I think we all had a vision of what he was mm-hmm. in the same way that Dennis probably had a vision of who Beth Cooper was. And then, oh, no. She has flaws yeah. like everybody else. Yeah, I agree. Boo-hoo. So back to Beth Cooper being a really terrible driver. <laughs> yeah. um, they play this game called Lights Out. Lights oh. Out while driving is not a fun thing to do. I just needed to say that. So they play that game. They, they go off into the forest or something, have like some drinks. There's a cow tipping moment. But oh then, my God, I forgot about that. But then they're doing, yeah, they're, they're driving and back. Again, so many random, weird, chaotic things happen in this movie. Like the cow tipping scene. Like what? What is that? It, it's like a National Lampoon's movie. There's oh just things God. happening, baby. We're, we're, we're having fun. We're having the wild night of high school that's just, did you ever do car rally at your school? So it's typically something that the students put on. It's not, like, sanctioned by the school. But it's, like, um, kind of like a scavenger hunt of debauchery and just general low-level vandalism, maybe. That's terrible. Yeah, like, there there are different, like, uh, for my school, there were just different tasks. Some of them were pretty easy, but some of them were, like, steal a chair from a Tim Hortons. That's why they're nailed into the ground. <laughs> that might actually be why they're nailed in. <laughs> And, like, the problem is is that if it's happening at one high school, like, here in Canada, Tim Hortons are rampant. They're yeah, everywhere. On every corner. But, like, really, you're hitting one of, like, two or three Tim Hortons because there's a time frame. You got, like, two hours to complete all these tasks. So Theoretically, one- there's, like, ten cars of kids that showed up that day to try to steal a f- <laughs> chair from this Tim Hortons. By the end of the day, there's, like, security standing by the window. Like, there, <laughs> there's some more of them out here, too, you know? Um, but it kind of felt like that. There's just, like, a, it's a never-ending night of, debauchery and uh yeah during beth cooper's lights out game she actually strikes a vehicle 
it's Dennis's dad and mom. Like, I kind of almost wish that, like, they would have seen Dennis and been like, is that Dennis? Is that her son? Yes, I I thought that's how they were going to do it. And that almost happened. Dennis kind of says to the group, like, okay, this is where I die. And he was going to go confront his parents. And they're like, no, what? No. Let's just go. Let's yeah. get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Which I think legally is like a hit and run. Absolutely, that's, that's, that's a hit and run. Um, but they continue on their nights of epic adventure. So next up is a big party at Valley's house. And this is the girl that uh, Dennis calls out during his valedictorian speech, um, saying that she has no friends and that no one likes her. Um, everyone wants to hear that. Um, I'm <laughs> just going to go over. <laughs> I'm just yeah. going to go over the events that take place during this time period. Another person who Dennis called out during the valedictorian speech, um, Greg, who he deems as the big bully, uh, comes and talks to him. And we all think, oh, my God, Dennis is going to die. Like, he's going to be, you know, beaten up. Nope. Nope. Greg cries because Dennis was right. And now they're besties. Dennis took some, I guess, educated guesses about Greg's home life that probably didn't shine a good light on him. But, yeah, instead of being upset, Greg's like, oh, my God, you knew. You get and, me. And all of a sudden, they're best friends. Yeah. Like, well, that's kind of random. Kevin, Beth Cooper's uh, boyfriend, shows up again, grabs Dennis, and tries to fight him. And who shows up to protect Dennis but Greg, the bully, comes to his rescue. Um, the gym teacher is there. <laughs> the gym teacher, like, fully sanctions the fight. 100%. He's like, all right, guys, no balls hits, no pulling hair. And then we have Beth Cooper, who's pissed at Kevin. Beth takes Kevin's Hummer and drives through the side of the house so listen sarah you're not wrong lots happening here a little bit of chaos uh-huh. i'll give you that yeah my honorable mention is here but i'll still save it for later it, oh i'm so excited about this honorable mention <laughs> it's one of uh, i'll give you a clue okay it's one of kevin's henchmen because there's kevin oh, okay and then there's the two other guys who are with him there's uh, yeah. dustin and sean and one of those two guys is shockingly special so they grab the Hummer, or they escaped somehow. Well, th- they didn't grab the hunter- Hummer, Sarah. They stole the Hummer. <laughs> that is theft. You know what? I didn't realize watching the movie, but Beth Cooper has a laundry list of <laughs> yeah. petty crimes. There's she a does. hit and run. There's theft. That's definitely drinking underage. Drinking underage. She put the Hummer through the the house, so that's property damage. How many traffic violations has she? Oh my you know? god! Yeah. They. Don't take the Hummer. They actually take her car. They switch. They yeah. switch. And they all drive to the school, the high school. Because <laughs> as head cheerleader, she has a key to the school. And like whatever. What a better thing to do when you've got all this laundry list of criminal activity. You're like, let's go to let's go to our high school. Let's, let's trespass. Just, let's let's go and do they do like a cheer in the gymnasium. Okay, that was really awkward. It was a little weird. And then they go to the showers. Let's go shower. This is this is where you're like, okay, did did uh, a male direct this? Oh yes, yes, he did. Okay, um, because it's like th- that's not gonna happen, guys. Like really, the three cheerleaders are gonna take the two nerdy guys from school and they're gonna go into the showers and they're gonna get naked and and all that happens. We like Dennis sees um, the three girls naked. They go into the showers. And then honestly, he's like a little bit of like a, a dweeb here. Like he's so annoying. Yeah. Because he overthinks everything and he's just afraid of everything. He's like, oh, like, and he doesn't want to do it. And like Rich, like his friend is like, dude, like get naked, go shower, like have fun, like l- have an experience. Uh, and Rich, who we learn is um, like we later learn it, he is gay or like yeah. bisexual, maybe. 
uh, he even jumps into the showers. Like, he's ready to go, and Dennis eventually works up the courage to go, <laughs> but he's foiled. He is again. By Kevin. Freaking Kevin, who's tracking her phone or he's tracking, tracking something. her something. I can't remember what he's tracking at this point, but he's tracking things. Um, once again, he tries to beat up Dennis, but Dennis is saved by his best friend, Rich, who strangely... Has a weird hobby? He has a weird talent, for sure. You know how you can twirl uh, a towel and give it a nice little snap, like a whip? Snap. That is Rich's talent. So instead of fighting these guys fist to fist, he just grabs a towel and he starts whipping them unconscious. (laughs) How is that possible? (laughs) I know, I don't know. What's happening? Like towel slapping? (laughs) Is it like, do you put that on your resume? Like, (laughs) what's your party trick? Yeah, I know, right? Imagine. You want to see me knock out Kevin with this <laughs> towel? That's my party trick, guys. Like Everybody gather around. After the high school, they go to Teresa's family's cabin in the woods, um, which is absolutely beautiful. But it's kind of at this point, Beth Cooper comes clean about why they really went to his party in the first place, to Dennis's party in the first place, and that it was really just a joke. They thought it would be funny. They thought it would be funny. And they realized that, you know, they actually did have a pretty good night, even though it was all supposed to be just one big joke. Well, I, I think it's it's Dennis learning to lighten up a little bit because he, multiple times through the night, is like, I got to get home. This is the worst night of my life. And I think it takes him hanging out with Beth to be like, this was a memory. This is an experience. And Beth has kind of been a little bit mopey through the movie, and we learn that it's because she's like, You see, the thing is, high school was great for me. A great, great ride. Now it's over. You, you're gonna go off and become a doctor and cure cancer or whatever new diseases there are. Everything in my life from here on out is just gonna be ordinary. So it's kind of like they're both craving what the other one has. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's pretty profound. Oh, yeah, it's real deep. (laughs) Um, um, the other three, they have a threesome. Yeah, low key. So after that heart-to-heart between Beth and Dennis and after that uh, threesome with um, Rich, Treese, and Cammy, we get back to the Cooperman household. Dennis gets dropped off. Um, his dad is kind of outside on the lawn. He even recognizes Beth Cooper's car when it pulls up. He's like, oh, yeah. I didn't know that car. <laughs> um, Dennis is in a lot of shit. Because once again, remember, uh, Kevin, Beth Cooper's boyfriend, Totally trashed the place. Totally. Like, effed it up. Destroyed it. Even before then, there's probably blood on the ground from when Dennis cut his hand when he was opening the champagne. Yeah, they never addressed that again. Yeah. Lots happened. So, um, Dennis kind of goes up to his dad. It's very clear Dennis is in a lot of trouble. But his dad does say, like, I hope it was worth it. Yeah, did you have fun? Yeah, Yeah, did you have fun? And we do get one last little moment between Beth Cooper and Dennis where she says kind of like a, hey, you know, in 10 years at the reunion, if we're still single, like, let's just get married. And so we got like a little glimmer of hope there. But not only that. Yeah, yeah, okay. Rich, like after Beth Cooper leaves, Rich is like, you're not going to wait until the reunion, right? And Dennis is like, absolutely not. Like, we got to. Well, no, he he needs a little bit of convincing, but Rich convinces him, like, you got to reach out to her before then. So we're left with the glimmer of hope that maybe – Dennis and Beth Cooper could still end up together. And and that's the end of the movie. On to our quick facts. Quick facts. 
Chris Columbus, director, asked actress Lauren Storm to gain weight to play one of Beth's besties, Treese. This movie is based on a novel of the same name by Larry Doyle. Buffalo Glen High School and Harper's Community College are named for writer Larry Doyle's hometown institutions, Buffalo Grove High School and Harper College. Larry Doyle has admitted he initially conceived this story as a movie. When he was unable to generate interest for a movie, he published it as a novel. It subsequently generated enough popularity to spark interest to make it into a movie, and he was invited to write the screenplay. Hayden Panettiere and Lawrence Storm were both on the TV show Malcolm in the Middle as Malcolm's love interests. Hayden Panettiere said in an interview while promoting the movie that she was really naked in the locker room scene and that she had no problem with it. She admitted that she didn't really flaunt it. She wore pasties and she only showed on screen from the back um, and the waist up. Uh, she was asked if she would actually ever get naked on screen in a movie and she said no. There are just certain things that not everyone needs to know that you need to keep somehow private and personal to you. Then added, you never know. I could be 30 years old and just be like, screw it. I want to take it all off. But as January 2022 rolled around at the age of 32, she has not done it yet. The license plate on the Hummer is a Washington state plate. Richie's towel snapping technique is inconsistent. Ideally, to inflict the, the pain, you bring the towel back the same way with the tip of the towel touching the target. Wow. <laughs> yeah, there's a quick fact for you. Um, the name Beth is short for Elizabeth. So Beth Cooper's full name is Elizabeth Cooper, which is the same name of the character Elizabeth Betty Cooper from the Archie comics. Can I add one quick current quick fact? Yeah. Is that uh, Hayden is actually making her on-screen uh, comeback, I guess. She hasn't really done anything since um, Nashville 2018, but also in terms of movies, she hasn't been in anything, I think, since 2016. It was just announced literally the other day that Scream 6, oh. yes, they are still making wow. Scream movies, um, Hayden Pantier will be starring in that movie. Cool. And it's been a long time since we've seen her on screen. It so has been, yeah. It's really been a really exciting. long time. Yeah. Honorable mentions. My honorable mention is Dustin. Okay. If you're like, who's Dustin in yeah. this movie? He's like um, army bully number three because there's oh Kevin, who is Beth Cooper's boyfriend. <laughs> he's in the army or something. And he's got two like henchmen. There's Sean and there's Dustin. Yes. Dustin is played by Jared Kiso. And if you don't recognize that name, that's okay. He is the creator and star and writer of a really fascinating show called Letterkenny which has become really, really popular. Yeah. It's kind of like small-town Letterkenny problems. Yep. He's the star of that. He also just launched a spinoff show, which as as we're um, releasing this episode on Tuesday, it's on Crave TV. Which is HBO Max for people in the States. Which is HBO yep. Max, Crave, wherever you are. But Shorzy is the spinoff. He's also the star and creator of that. But he's in this random I Love You Beth Cooper movie. He has one line in the movie. Oh, what is it? At the party, okay. Greg jumps in to help Dennis. <laughs> okay. Jared Kiso looks at the other guy and he says, let's get him. That's it. <laughs> That's all he does in this movie. I knew I recognized him. I knew I recognized him, but like it must have been so like a while ago that I wouldn't have put two and two together that that was Jared Kiso. Well, That's so cool. We met Jared Kiso. Oh, yeah, we did yeah. on a um at Toronto Pearson uh, Airport. Airport, yeah. Um, yeah, it was like, it was one of those awkward moments where you see a celebrity where it's like midnight. Everybody's just <laughs> annoyed. We just want to go home. And you see him at the airport. You're like, 
I kind of hate my life right now. I feel like a bag of dicks. I can only assume every person <laughs> well, on this flight is feeling the same way. Yeah, we were flying back from Europe, so it was we were really, yeah, really, really We tired. were not having a good time. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not going to talk to him. But then he ended up right behind us as we were checking onto the flight. Yeah. So it was kind of like a, hey, by the way, like love your show. He was actually a very oh, lovely guy. he was guy. super, super nice. He was so nice. Yeah, so nice. And I love Letterkenny. It's just funny seeing like the star and creator of that show yeah. like eight years beforehand saying, let's get him, in like a random romantic comedy. <laughs> the one line, yeah, like, yeah. The one line, yeah. Okay, so interestingly, the other army guy, I have a hot take on him. Oh, our, our army bully number two. Yes, yeah. uh, Brendan Penny. Mm-hmm. He actually stars in quite a few Hallmark movies. Really? Not, not necessarily just Christmas, but like all year round. You can get Brendan Penny all year round. Who knew the army bullies <laughs> of I Love You, Beth Cooper would go on to such great things? Yes. Good for them. What should have been? I don't have any what should have beens. I mean, I think you're going to appreciate my what should have been because although I do love this movie and I disagree with you. You love this movie. I I think it's a very good movie. Wow. Okay. The lead, I agree, should have been a little less cringy. Yeah. And I even have the person in mind. Because, like, Dennis was just a little bit too, um, he was too awkward and uncomfortable in, like, a weird way, and I think we wanted awkward and uncomfortable in an adorable way, much mm, like a Michael yeah. Sarah. I think a oh. Michael Sarah in this role could have been a little bit more lovable. Okay. Like, think about him in Scott Pilgrim versus the world. He's kind of yeah. nerdy. He's a little dorky. He's got that annoying haircut, but you're like, well, I still love him. I, th- I still think he's cute I, in a I weird way. I think I can see him, honestly, anyone else other okay. than... <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's where I'm at. But yeah, good 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 choice. Good comp. Y- yeah. Yeah. yeah Threw it compromise. out the window, but good comp. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and now before we get to overall rewatchability, let's play a game. Let's do the rankings of the best high schools you would want to live in or or be be in from a romantic comedy movie. Because we've done a lot now of like high school genre rom coms. It's a lot to pick from. But like we're not talking about the movie in general. I'm talking just the school. Which school would you have wanted to go to? My first one is She's the Man. Oh, my God. She's the Man, Amanda Bynes? Yes. It seemed like they really put sports at the forefront, which, like, I loved playing sports, sports in high school. Yeah. But it seemed like there weren't any – there were clicks, but it wasn't all about that at that at the school. Also, the school was, like, totally decked out and, like, had a super giant stadium and, like – You'd have a good education, but mostly just the sports thing. Yep, sports thing. Got it. Um, similarly, actually not similarly at all, I've got Bring It On on my list. Bring It On? Okay, why Bring It On? Because that school seems so simple that the only so consequential thing that happens <laughs> is the cheer team. Like, remember, they even show a football <laughs> oh game, and they're God. like, the football team sucks. People just come to the stands to watch us cheer. Oh like, I feel like I want a school that, like, none of this shit matters. Cheer team is pretty cool, though. Good for them. Okay, so my next one is The Perfect Date. Oh, we just did that. Yes, we did. Yes. Wait, um, which school? Because there's the Noah's... Her school. Okay, okay. Her school. Because there's so many formals, <laughs> and there's so much opportunity for us, like, for me to have a dress-up montage and look really cute going to all these uh, formals. Uh, semi-formals, super formals. I was going to say. Prom. Like, it's just great. I just love it all. even makes the comments. Um, yes, he does. He says, yeah. how many formals does your school have? And fundraisers and all of this stuff. Yeah, that's right up my alley. Thank you. So my next school would be Clueless. 
because simply because the teachers are pushovers, I think anybody can nail all their classes in the clueless school. Because remember, uh, Cher argues her way up from like I can't remember like a D to a C plus. If Cher right. can debate her way to like a C plus, you can do well at this school. Anyone can thrive at that friggin' school. <laughs> Okay, so my last one is The Princess Diaries, the first one. Oh, is there is there a school in that? Well, I mean, she's in high school, but she finds out that she's a princess, and so she goes to be a princess, which, I mean... So your yeah. ideal high school is just not being a part of high school and being a princess instead? A hundred percent. Okay, <laughs> great. Yes. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that tiara, please. <laughs> Best case scenario, I just get rich instead of being yeah. uh, in high school. Yeah. Yes. Um, princess of Genovia, thank you. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah, Princess of Genovia. My my last one, which you know pales in comparison to that, I'll be honest, is the kissing booth. Just because I find like nothing bad, like real bad, ever happens in those movies or that school, aside from with the that's main true. characters. But like, it's all just rainbows, lollipops, bubble gum. That's it, it in is those very movies. True. You're right. Everything's happy. Yeah. Now, overall rewatchability. Okay, so my rewatchability is as follows. Chemistry, one. Storyline, two. Thirst Factor, 2.5. Imagination, two. Soundtrack, 2.5. Cheese, two. For an overall score of two out of five. Holy, there are a lot of twos there. I'm going to disagree with at least a couple of them. Not chemistry, though. So I will agree, chemistry, I have a two. Storyline, though, I've got a four. Thirst Factor, a 3.4. Most of that's Hayden. Imagination, a 2.5. Because like I said, I, I think the story's fun, but the imagination, you're just do, doing John Hughes with The Office, in my opinion. I just like I can't stay with the whole John Hughes comparison. Sorry. I'm quite sure that's what he was going for. Okay. Get at, get at us on Instagram, at Romcom Rewind. L- let me know if that's wrong. I, I think I'm right, though. Soundtrack, though. Sarah, you're missing hard on the soundtrack. Let me go through it right now. Alice Cooper. School's out. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? For no. the summer. You're right. You're right. You're you got right. Foreigner. Feels yeah, like the you're first right. time. It was good. Uh, there's a Kiss song. There's OK Go, Airborne, Gym Class Heroes. Okay. Remember, remember Gym Class Heroes, Sarah? Yes, I do. Oh, and the Kooks, Sway, which low-key, that, uh, that was a fun breakup song for Dev in high school. So oh, my God. Good. No, I will agree. I will backpedal that and say that the soundtrack was pretty darn good. So, yes. <laughs> Well, and then I've got Cheese, too. For an overall score of 2.9, it just misses the cusp of a 3. Wow, and you loved this movie. I, I thought it was good. You know what? You came out swinging, so I felt like I had to back I, I had to back this movie a little mm-hmm, bit. Mm-hmm. This has been the Rom-Com Rewind of I Love You, Beth Cooper. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, whatever, throw us some follows, give us some subscribes um, if you enjoyed listening to what we're doing. Oh, by the way, thank you to everybody who reached out and filled out our listener survey. Yes, oh my gosh, thank you so much. We got so many amazing replies and so much information that we're going to use moving forward. The, the real thing for me was the, is there anything else you'd like to add? So many of you just said, yeah, we just love what you're doing. And that, and some of the messages, I'm not even going to talk about gonna it. I was going to say, Devin is starting here. to cry. Mm. Just letting you um, know. <laughs> he is. He was tearing up. I could see him sitting across If you me. have not done the listener survey, you can hit it up on our Instagram. And uh, yeah. Thanks for listening.